Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray, and this week I am the director of Hammock, hanging oh, around, nice. making Murray obviously chill, okay? <laughs> nice! <laughs> yes, it was such a nice weekend, it and was. today was beautiful, at least for part of it. So the hammock yeah. was out, and I got to hang out in the hammock and just chill and read and feel the sun on my face. It was wonderful. It is great, isn't it? It's, oh. um, it's on my list of uh, things to, to do this week. Um, well, you know, aside from teach the kids again. Um, oh. But um, is, is to, uh, to set up the, uh, the hammock again because it's time. We got to use our, our backyard properly. Oh, yes. And, um, and that is the other proper part. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, hammocks are the best invention ever. It's true, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, this is uh, this is a, a, a proven fact. It's just science, Murray. Totally, totally, the science of chilling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the best kind. Absolutely. The best kind. Uh-huh. Well, mine is also backyard related because, you know, um, so we, um, well, I am the uh, chief builder. Of a big plot, oh. buying in greater pieces, letting out tomatoes. We've decided we're building. We we we're going with uh, raised beds this year. Oh, so um, I spent much of uh, much of yesterday building them, and today we set them up and started putting dirt in them. And wow. uh, we decided we're going to take the all of the tomatoes off the. Uh, um, the the, the uh, raised beds, and we're going to just set them up in kind of a row along our patio. And, oh yeah, um, totally. We did part. We did that part way last year, and it was great. Uh, you know, because it actually also, you know, as the plants started to grow, um, it, it afforded a bit of extra privacy on the patio. And totally. um, and help. Nothing cooler to look at than your uh, tomato plants starting to bear fruit. So right on. Yeah, so so we're doing that, but that gave and so we've got we've done uh, two seven foot uh, beds and one four, so, you know, sort of one two seven by fours, one four by four, and now we've got another one along the side because we want our pumpkins to grow better this year, and uh, oh, yeah. so we are setting them up, setting them up for success, and um, and yeah, I was just really pleased because it was such a beautiful uh, day yesterday. That I just set myself up in the backyard and uh, and started building the uh, the the frames, and uh, it was much easier than I expected. It thank you, Lee Valley. And <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Did they have like a kit or something? Or well, so what it is is it's like they're just brackets basically, and you buy the wood wherever yeah, you yeah. buy wood, right? And uh, but it's so you buy these these brackets and they're hinged. So that's the great thing is you can fold these things flat. Um, nice. W- when they're not in use and, uh, and you know, just pop them in the shed or whatever. And um, I think we're just going to let ours stay out. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. but that's all other. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, so you, you do that and then you just, uh, you, you measure up what, what you need and you buy them in eight by ones and, um, 
it, you know, and and then everything's in the kit. So so I had to go out and buy the wood. So I went out to uh, to Home Depot on Thursday, which you know when they announce uh, uh, it, you know the, the uh, day after they announce another lockdown, uh, you know that's the best day to be yeah, in Home Depot. Totally right, be- totally. right before a long weekend. So uh-huh, the lineup uh-huh. literally curled around the store. And, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, so I just you know, and uh, I, I you know just opened up a book on my phone and just read that as I as I waited, and uh, and it was one of those things where where people are uh, you know waiting for carts, right? Because mm-hmm. they they only have so many of the flat carts, and so I come out of the line, I run into my buddy Scottish Dave. He's just on his way in to buy stuff for his deck, and because uh, he was like, I'm, I'm not get into it for another three weeks but he said i want to be able to choose the boards and, no kidding. Uh, and so so he came over to the car helped me unload and then he took the cart back and uh, <laughs> and it worked it worked out well but it was uh wow just um yeah just you know the uh the, it's just so busy but but got good quality boards and um and built them yesterday and they came out perfectly um it's exactly what we wanted and uh so our garden this year we it just we're just like all right we're gonna double up on some other stuff you know we're gonna have more zucchini we're gonna have more of this more of that and uh um our seedlings are are right behind me as i speak and that's awesome uh, and they they uh, they're in the in our little greenhouse rack and uh they are coming along beautifully so uh i'm very excited about our garden this year so much great more cool stuff that we're going to make so so yes big plot because now the plots are bigger totally that sounds amazing i have never had any (laughs) luck with seedlings but i do like the idea i'm going to tell you the seedlings that's all jan yeah she has like the magic fingers well, you know, and it's funny because in the past, it's, you know, usually it's that there's never been a um, plant she can't kill. Um, <laughs> and so so we tend to prefer plants that thrive on neglect. And um, yeah, so uh, so so she but she, uh, you know, got this, um, the, you know, ordered this uh, little it's it's just a little shelving unit, basically. And yeah, but yeah. it comes with a plastic cover. And so we had it under uh, all the stuff under the plastic cover for uh, the first couple of weeks. And now we've we and we had it upstairs in the in the dining room, just under the breakfast bar there. And mm. uh, um, and once it got to a certain point and we decided, OK, now it can have some natural light. Uh, at the back sliding doors and um and we've got some grow lights on it as well and uh yeah it's awesome so we're excited to get that stuff in the dirt well it'll be a few weeks for that i'm sure but uh but that's okay because it's good you know we got one of those big yards of you know the big yard bags of uh of dirt out front yeah 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 and and I got through a third of it today. So, I, and I said to Jan, it's like, we might need more. Cause we just decided, uh, you know, we, we were so happy with them. It's like, you know, you know, we've got that uh, right at the back of the yard. We've got that little stone pad there. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah so we're going to put in a couple of beds on either side of that as well. Oh, for, cool. For, uh, as, as for herb gardens. And right. uh, cause we have these two uh, box, these two, planter boxes that came that you know were just back there when we got the house and they're falling apart and uh <laughs> so you know it's like yeah it'd be nice if 
the dirt would stay on the inside. Um, uh, so, you know. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we just decided, you know what? These planter boxes turn out great. Why don't we just get more of those? So we're going to get uh, enough to do another two planters. And uh, and uh, that's going to have to wait a few weeks, obviously. But uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Adventures in gardening. Totally. Totally. You'll have all the salads. Oh my gosh! And, <laughs> and the, yeah, and and the zucchinis and the you know, hey, let's grill this and oh yes, and 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 then and then in the fall, it's all about the tomato soup, right? Oh, yum. And it's you know the girls will come, though the girls will go out and they'll like fill their shirt with uh, you know they, 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 they like do the, the old shirt pouch, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they'll bring that in and. Um, and uh, yeah, so so between that and uh, and the serv- we 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 just we, I think we just finished our last of last year's service berry jam, so those uh, <laughs> those awesome. were also waiting for yeah so busy good, good, busy good. times totally busy times, and uh, so that'll that'll give us a, a, a March break project or a you know April yeah. break project. <laughs> I'm just calling it spring break now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. Totally. <laughs> All right. At least in this case, it's in spring. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. For sure. All right. So we, ha- we have a cool book to, uh, we do. to look at. Legion 92, number 37. That's right. Cover date is March of 92. We have an awesome uh, Maguire and um, Kiesel. We see and Kiesel, yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Um, yeah, we see some guys beating up on Garen Beck, so yeah, give him something to whine over, as well as some some sort of cloaky <laughs> looking guys, uh, you know, sort of uh, space ninjas. Um, totally can't go wrong with space ninjas, folks. That is right. If they're not pirates, they got to be ninjas. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so we begin on Cairn, and um, we see uh, Legion HQ and uh, a thousand security cams scan its surface. Automatic defenses gristle, guarding its inner secrets. Yet none picks up the tiny figures that scale the giant side. Um, yeah, so right, this uh, this story is called the God Squad, <laughs> and it is brought to us by uh alan grant scripter and co-plotter uh barry kitson who's doing breakdowns and is the co-plotter robin smith who is doing finishes it's always interesting when when they list breakdowns and uh uh and finishes so assuming yeah, yeah. That, that means kitson's basically doing sort of thumbnail layouts and smith's kind of doing smith's finishing it up yeah some of the heavy lifting there yeah uh laverne Kinsiewski continues to do the color John Work Pewter doing the yes. Mm-hmm. Second issue without being... Gaspar. Yes, I think they're being playful. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that's John Workman. John Workman. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And bad Dan Raspler has the headaches. <laughs> really says it all. Um, yeah. So these guys have chameleon suits that help them blend with the stone so it's uh not they're not individual in, invisible ninjas they're camouflaging ninjas um that's righty so we have a couple of guards on the balcony and one guy says real mess 
How do you think it's going to end? My money's on Docs. He started it all. If he says it's over, it's over. QED, whatever that means. <laughs> Got something else lined up work-wise? Like what? Is thousand ex-Legion guys hitting the street. Security agencies are turning them away. He says, I only hope we get paid. And then, what the hell? And uh, someone grabs on to the, the other guy, and he says, they're fast, efficient, deadly, and they're in. Mm-hmm. But Officer Beck, but Officer Beck, what do I tell my You tell them to work because <laughs> normal, Bucket. Legion is still operative. We have everything under control. And we see uh, basically these guys are uh, making their way into headquarters and, you know, stabbing the throats of anyone who gets in their way. Yep. What do you mean Docs is missing? Just that, man. He and Recruit Ignia, they didn't tell anyone where they were going. I need to talk to him. Find him and find him fast. Yes, ma'am. Of course, ma'am. Could you just tell me how? (laughs) And we see these guys, yeah, again, taking out any target that gets in their way, and they've got maps. That can't be good. And they're watching from uh, the vents. And uh, their costume kind of is reminiscent of Monarchs. Um, You know, with that Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, anyway, uh, Beck says that. That's right, we carry on exactly as per usual. And the next one to ask me if we're finished gets his grokbuck and lips pulled off. And uh, Faze says, did you hear that? Doc's enigma have disappeared. And Lady Quark says, that girl, I know she's the cause of all her troubles. I only wish I could prove it. There must be something we're all missing. It's probably the guys in the me- in the vent. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's a that's a good start. <laughs> yeah, Quark, unexpected, not according to battle plan. Abort mission? No, carry on. Count one extra death. <laughs> um, then we uh, get out to um, the planet, and uh, there's uh, you know they're in the sort of domed um, arboretum or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and Doc says, it's incredible. It must have cost you billions. No problem. For Daddy Brill, he more or less owns the whole planet, says Ignea. And uh, God says, indeed. And that's why I wanted to talk to you, Brill. One world has started to seem rather small. I'm thinking of expanding my interests. Now that you've dissolved Legion, I might have an opening suitable for your talents, helping me build my empire. What do you say? I don't know, Mr. God. I tried to build something with Legion. I failed. What you're talking about needs a winner. Oh. You only fail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so anti-Dox. <laughs> it is so not Dox, yeah. Um, you only failed because the the reward you offered was so intangible. Nobility. Uh, nobility. But my enterprises defend solely on greed. If I want something, I pay for it. If I want someone, I buy him. Mm-hmm. Or oh, Daddy, send your daughter yeah, in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Daddy, Bro's not interested in business. It's far too boring for him. Maybe not, Ignea. It would certainly be a challenge. Perhaps it's just what I need. All right, sir, you have a new employee. Welcome aboard, boy. I'm sure we'll make a formidable team. I'm glad that's settled, says Ignea. Now, come on, Bro. There's so much you haven't seen yet. Yes, yes. You two run along. There's plenty of time for business later. <clears throat> as he feeds his little dragon. <laughs> yeah. Chomping on some birds. 
Better birds yeah, than so, flunkies. Okay, so he's not feeding. Yeah, yeah. Did we see that bird earlier? Yes, we yes, did. The page okay, before. So back on the other page. It was flying just in front of him. Okay. Yeah. Um, sir, your guests are seated for lunch. Thank you. Don't bother the young lovers. Let them feast on each other for a while. Ah, I won't apologize for keeping you waiting after all. I'm not sorry. Hunger, you see, is a very puny sensation, especially when compared with greed. Greed gets results. All right, you may begin and listen as you dine. Who knows? You may learn something. Hunger is easily satisfied. I should know. All it takes is a few morsels and it is assuaged. But greed is a hunger that never ends. Power, like food, is there to be gorged on. You take it a chunk at a time and gulp it down. And still you want more. Yes, more and more. Always more. Never enough. Hmm. Cultivate. You agreed, my friends. Spend your lives trying to sate it. And when you think you've done it, then maybe... Or when you think maybe you do have enough, always look for more. Uh-huh. And at that moment, uh, back on Karen in uh, the headquarters, the bad guys, uh, they burst through the wall. And um, Mary Jane says, what in the world? Faye says, we're under attack. And people are getting shot. But she, of course, has phase shifted, so it saves her, but helps no one else. Like she's running away. Um, <laughs> uh, and she almost lady Almost. They fight in silence, letting their high-tech weaponry speak for them. And uh, Beck tackles Mary Jane and uh, and saves her from a laser blast. And he says, okay. And she says, yes. And he goes, stay here. I'll handle this. I've been itching for a little action. <laughs> and uh, Lady Quark says, cowards, you will pay for your base assault at the hands of Lady Quark. And, um, and when the guy punches uh, Garen, he actually gets a bock as his punch. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of neat. Um, Quark, negate Quark. Yes, get I get Quark if you can, and um, and she's zapping uh, holes through these guys. And uh, um, Faye says, "Tashana, behind you," and uh, and she gets clamped by uh, uh, you know the paddles in the in the hospital in right? the head. Oh, That's clear. right. And, yeah, basically. Uh-huh. And um, ram Tashana. And then it changes the scene. We see uh, Lobo. He seems to have gotten better. Um, elsewhere. Um, <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, anger was has matured into single-minded white-hot fury. Death. 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 And uh, he's you know flying towards the planet and uh, on on his bike and and attention, small flying object. This airspace is open only to permit holders. Please revise your course. Death. Death. A little uh, goober in the uh, thing. That's says, exactly. This is your it. last warning. Turn back now, or we won't be responsible for the awful consequences. Lobo still death, death, death. Let it be on your own head, smarty pants. Scramble the elite interception squadron, and uh, we see a bunch of helicopters coming at him <laughs> with a bunch of these little guys on it. And death, death. Intruder off the starboard bow, sir. Arm all weapons. Stand ready, boys. On my command. And uh, and Lobo just plows through them. <laughs> Clear uh-huh. the fragging way, you beanhead geeks. Uh, yikes. Prepare to abandon Flotilla. Every man for himself. And there he goes. <laughs> and we see Lady Quark, um, you know, and she, she, 
Um, or, uh, sorry, so, yeah, she's on the ground with these things clamped around her, but, you know, discharging power as if to try and melt through them. Um, and uh, um, Faze says she's still alive, fortunately for you, scum. And then she punches out the guy. Um, she says, Mary Jane, Garen, trying to hold them back. I'll see what I could do for Tishana. And Beck says, you got it. And um, then we see um, Faye saying, some, thinking somehow that device is feeding back on her own power, overlo- overloading her nervous system. So she's using her power and it's kind of feeding it back to her. And she says, I just hope it doesn't do the same to Comet. Which pulls off makes the... Um, no sense, because Comet's not around. That is weird. Yeah, like, I... He's on a whole other planet right now. So, I don't know what that's supposed to really mean. Yeah. Yeah. Unless... Strange. Unless that Um, word is supposed to be a longer word. Yeah. But I don't know what the longer word might be. No, exactly. Anyway, it blows up on her. It comes off Lady Quark, but... uh, um, so Mary Jane says, no, face is up. And uh, Garen says, looks like it's just us now, babe. Like the good old days, huh? <laughs> and she says, not the ones you spent with me. Uh, with the big guns down, I don't know what chance we stand, but at least we go out fighting. She starts mixed with the roundhouse kicks. Uh-huh. Um, nice work, Mary Jane. He's creepy. Don't realize who they're messing. And um, and one of them kicks him off, and he says, "Like I was, or no, he kicks the guy away." Um, and he says, "Like I was saying, ain't I the guy who put Lobo down?" Mm. He's not wrong. <laughs> Ish. Um, and yeah, we, yeah. yeah, we see uh, Strata and Comet's uh, group, and uh, Comet's the first to arouse, and he says, "Strata." Strata says, "Ugh." Come on, you're okay. Up you get, Garv. And uh, Garv gets up, and whoa. And Stealth says, oh, mother, my head. Feels like I just gave birth again, which is saying something for her. No Um, kidding, because that was not pretty. (laughs) No, it was not. (laughs) And Telepath says, we're alive. Thank the great hive that that, uh, Reith's poison wasn't fatal. Um, And we see the guy over there uh, out, and... uh, Strata says, I don't know what you did, Captain Comet, but you sure did it in style. He blew up. That's what he did. (laughs) That's what he did. He says, I was desperate. I thought we were all going to die. I felt something building in my brain, and it just seemed to explode of its own accord, absorbing all of the energy in the vicinity. I tried not to include you, but I guess I caught you on the fringes. Some power, Cap, says uh, Stealth. I didn't know you could neither did I. Um... And then looking at these at the group and at the uh, bad guys and uh, Telepath says, I wonder who they are. Who sent them? And Strata says, well. And Telepath says, well, what? Well, you're the telepath. You tell us. Oh, right. I wasn't thinking. Uh, sorry, Strata, but they're, they're, they're totally blank. It's as if all their memories had been sucked from them, too. Try reading my mind, says Comet. Yours, but just try it. And so telepath does. He says, I don't believe it. Fragments of information that could only come from their minds. 
They're from Maximilian God's world, sent by God himself to kill us. And there's more. It's God between this whole business of... Stratus says, we better get there and fast. Comet says, how? Our ship is wrecked. And uh, Stella says, our attackers must have had a ship. It can't be far. And Telepath says, let's just see if I can trace it. So Comet has always been slightly telepathic, right? I think. Yeah. It, well, it's the idea that his brain is uh, sort of generations ahead, right? And, right, uh, right, right, right. So telekinesis was his main thing. But I think they've played fast and loose with that in the past. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. He's got headaches and power surges, so exactly. it's all easily explained. Totally. So uh, we see a building with this big sign that says, Heroes for Hire. Ooh, can they do Don't that? tell Marvel. Um, yeah, <laughs> Luke Cage is going to be like, I need my $200. Sweet and, Christmas. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sweet Christmas indeed. Um, and uh, we then we hear a voice from inside. We've advertised, put out flyers, spread the word. The call should start flooding in. You wish, Borb, <laughs> says Amon Hack. Uh, I tell you that phone will never ring. Who wants to hire raw recruits? They'd have to be mad. We are the mad ones, Amon Hack, for putting up with you. Darius is right. You don't have to be here, Emin. Feel free to leave anytime you'd like. Nice to see we're getting off on the wrong foot, or on the right foot. We sound just like our ex-bosses back in Legion. And everyone's quiet. <laughs> As they all sit and stare at that giant phone. <laughs> yes, yes. This is so 90s. Like, that is clearly... Yeah, it's even, it's even corded. I know. It's got a cord. It's a square, rectangular. Well, rectangular, not square. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. I bet it's even got a dial. I was just going to say, exactly. <laughs> and then we go back to uh, Garen and Mary Jane, and he takes out one of the guys and says, and that's how I took out the computer tyrants of Kolu. And then um, uh, Mary Jane slams another one down and says, I'll say one thing for Vril Docs, his insistence on training is sure paying off. And um, then Beck nails uh, a, another guy in the chin and sa- or in the throat, basically. He says, hey, I've been saving this move for you. And at the end of it, you know, it's it's uh, it, Beck says, hey, we did it, babe. What did I say? Just like old times, eh? And uh, and she and she says, in your dreams, Garen, you better see to the others. <laughs> Which is cool, because I had kind of figured that they were heading towards some like little reconciliation or some little love triangle. But she has yeah. put the kibosh on that pretty quickly. Yeah, exactly. And then. um uh, yeah, so they, everyone else is starting to come to, and it's uh, he says, "Come on, Tashana, it's over." Thanks, Mary Jane. We, uh, and then uh, Faze is talking to Mary Jane. Says, "Thanks, Mary Jane. We owe you." Hey, just doing our jobs, Faze. And um, Quark says, "No, no, Garen Peck, it is not, not over." And uh, and she says, "You picks up one of the people and uh, one of the aliens and says." Um, and Faze says, Tashana, don't. But she gets all bursted up in energy and says, who sent you here? Tell me, or by the moons of Lost Quark, I vow you'll never again utter a single word. And he says, Max, God, he paid us. It's true, I swear. 
and she throws him against the wall, says, that is all I needed to know, scum. This Max God will learn what it means to threaten the life of Lady Quark. And uh, video phone goes, and uh, there's stealth. Anybody there? And Faze says to Lady Quark, Tashana, wait. Um, and uh, stealth uh, says, this is stealth. We found out who's behind this whole anti-legion scam. And Faze says, Max God? And she says, yes, but how did... We've had troubles of our own. We're on our way to God's world. Now, can you meet... And now, now, can you meet up? And uh, they get all, like, showing fists, like, full 90s uh, cover. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> totally. You know, a little Kirby crackle around uh, Lady Quark's fists. We'll be there stealth. It's time we settled this once and for all. Next issue, Lobo versus Iceman. Legion versus God's Boys. Ignea versus her gardener. Vril Dox versus himself. Ooh. So there we go. I, I, you know, I think I, I actually didn't mind the art. It was different from Kitson. Like it's definitely, you know, you can see that he didn't do everything. And I, yeah, you know, I feel it's, it's pretty close. It, it's good. I find. Yeah. 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 It, it's very of the time. Like you can see, this is sort of the early, uh, early form of, uh, you know, Travis Charest and, uh, yes. Yeah. 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 You know, when we, when we get in like sort of the cross hatchy stuff, when we get to uh -huh. like, uh, what was it called? Uh, dark stars. And, yes. um, um, and, and I found some of the coloring a little heavy handed, especially when we were in the heroes for hire, some of the shading on, um, no, yeah, shady, but yeah, <laughs> it seemed a little it, it seemed a little heavy handed, right? Yeah, even on uh, in uh, what is it? God's little pleasure. Yes, palace yes, there. His, his stately pleasure dome decreed. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. There, uh, yeah, some of the skin tones are like really heavily computer colored for sure. Yeah, and. Uh, and that was very early days still, you know, so I, yeah. I get that. It, yeah, they're experimenting, they're playing around, seeing totally. what they can do. Which, which is great, you know, they will uh, come a long way with all that stuff. Yeah, for sure. But um, it's, it's you know, the, the one, of, uh, one of Beck's better issues, that's for sure. It is, he's coming into his own, he just needs a haircut yeah. and he'll be... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> He'll be good to yeah, go. Yeah, that that haircut is unfortunate. Yeah, I don't think he ever does. I think he. I I think, from what I remember, this is a look he sticks with. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And there there was um. Reminds me of uh you know years ago like the soap opera loving. They um <laughs> had this guy who was like a, a rival for um for Trisha Alden's affections, you know, someone uh -huh, to be uh -huh. a, a rival for Steve Sawalski. Right, and, right, right. Um, and it was this punk dude, Rob. Yes. And uh, he, and, and it was, you know, like, Hey, oh, you know, old eighties uh, TV guys, uh, you, you know, just try to, you know, do a punk thing like the kids do. That's and, right. um, and, and it was Darren type hair <laughs> that this dude had. Oh, oh dear. I still vividly remember it and it was just oh. ridiculous and i mean even at like i was like maybe 
10 or 11 years old and it was kind of how do you not think this looks ridiculous <laughs> yeah that's that's not gonna <laughs> that's not gonna work <laughs> he is not gonna be a strong part of any triangle <laughs> Exactly, exactly. And um, it's just so that, that we'll never take it seriously. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. yeah, so uh, that's that's what Beck's hair reminds me of is, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> but that's yes. what happens in space. Mm-hmm. So there uh, we go. Let's see. Yep. Letter column, not a whole lot. They have a couple of requests, not requests. They have su- some suggestions for uh, Stealth Baby's name. Someone suggested Wade, and oh. another person suggested Kermit. <laughs> I like Kermit. That's great. Yes. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't think you can go wrong with Kermit. Um, all right. Uh, let's see here. Um uh, from Dan Bowman, um, with regard to issue uh, to episode 36, Hard Labor. Um, he says, this was certainly a confusing issue, and it's almost a relief to hear you guys struggle with it the same way I did. Um, he says, a couple of things uh, worth pointing out based on your conversation. Because uh, remember, we were talking about the whole thing with Stealth Sage. Um, and and right. he, he points out, right, there was, there was a... a, a, a Subtle detail that we missed. Um, he says, in terms of uh, Stealth Sage, I think it's important to note that the story says she was locked up for 16 years, not that she is 16 or had been locked up her whole life. Right. Okay. So, yeah, so that makes much more sense. Uh, he says, uh, if she was only locked up, actually, that really clears a lot up for me. Totally. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she could have been locked um, up at, like, 12 or whatever. Yeah, because what, what he says is if she was only locked up after they realized her mutation, which was the reason she was locked up, um, there's no reason not to assume she was a child, at least when that manifested for the first time. I don't think Giffen is trying to sell us the idea that, that Stealth is a teenager. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, although it would be a nice little bonus to... Uh, relationship with docs is we've just established in this issue that they had very similar quote-unquote upbringings uh locked away and abused for reasons they didn't fully understand and which had nothing to do with their decisions before being handed off to the alliance as collateral having her also be much younger than she actually appears would be another link between her and docs that's Uh, true right right Hmm. yeah so turns out these two have quite a bit in common on a side note, I realized listening to this that as of right now, we have the backstory of every Legion founder except Strata, and I don't think we ever get that. And I now I just really, yeah. Yeah, I don't think we do either. Other I than think he's right. Yeah, like other than if you're familiar with Legion, you kind of fill in the the back matter, knowing that she's from the same race as Block, but that's about as far as we get, I think. Yeah, but but this whole thing of like the molting the um, outer the outer rock skin, right? Um, that was new here. So, um, um, and and so he says, uh, and now I just want to know what poor Strata did that the Dryads shipped her off with the Alliance and she never went home. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a really good point, again. Yeah, we uh, will never know. (laughs) We will never never know this. Um, Yeah, so thank you very much for your feedback, Dan. And folks, you too can have your uh, missives read right here on this very podcast in all its auditory glory. And uh, all you have to do is either send them to us at legionofsubstitutepodcasters at gmail.com or you can uh, post them to the Facebook page, which is facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com uh, and the episodes will, will uh, you can post, post your question right there. Um, and also in addition to all those things, you can head to, to the website legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. All righty. And that is it for this week. And I should probably come up with some fancy foreign au revoir for, uh, for Al since he's off in, in deep space. Yeah. <laughs> he's off in deep space, but I got nothing except au revoir. And I don't even, I, I could try to spell it, but I'm just going to say BYE. <laughs> S-A-Y-O-N-A-R-A. There we go. There's a little cultural reference for all of you. 